0: Om Om Sahana bhavatu Sahana punaktu Sahviryam karvavahai Tejasvinavati tamastama vid Om shanti shanti shanti
1: Welcome, everyone, to this class. This
0: is uh, Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 4, Class 50. The yoga of renunciation of action in wisdom. Renunciation of action in wisdom. And we're on topic one, self is eternal teacher. What is the self? What is the self? Damesh, what is the self? How would you describe the self? The God element in us. God element? The beginning, the end. Beginning, the end. Okay. Anybody else? What does the self mean to them? Yeah, good. Ramish, what does the self mean to you? When we say the self, the spirit, Atman, these all they all mean the same thing. Atman, Brahman, God, Father in heaven. What what does it mean to you now? Now that you've studied some of this sub, the subject, Vedanta. What does it mean to you now?
1: Anyone? What does it mean to you? Why would you describe it? The self, Arunaben, how would you describe the self?
2: The self is the, the Brahman inside, you know, the, the what you identify with. Instead of the external, you're identifying with the internal. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anyone else? What does the self mean to you?
1: A constant, never ending. Hmm.
2: Is so, it also the pure consciousness, isn't it? It's absolutely pure.
0: Yeah, pure consciousness. Yeah. Any anyone anything else? Anyone else? Just to get some sort of foundation so we're all on the same page before we start. Because this class is talking about just the self. That's why. So it's better that we all know where we are and what we mean by the self. So we can say the self is the enlivening factor within us, what enables us to be us, what enables us to live, to function, to see. Like electricity, without electricity,
1: no gadgets can work.
0: So similarly, without petrol, no car can work petrol, electricity, similarly, without this spirit, this self, Atman, Brahman, that in living, in fact, we cannot function.
1: It's what makes us tick.
0: Yeah? Any, Any clarifications on that? us humans, we made up of that God element, that enlivening factor which we call the self or the spirit, plus our vasanas, body, mind and intellect makes us the person we are today. But without that enlivening factor, that spirit, we cannot function.
1: Recording in progress.
0: Yeah. Any clarification? So this is what this spirit is. This is what the self is, Brahman, Atman. It's who we really are. We are not this personality, this body, mind, intellect, what we see in the mirror. We are actually all the spirit, the self. And we're going to go more into detail about it in today's class. That's why. Is everyone on the same page, everyone understand what this spirit is? The living factor within us, the God element, as someone said, self, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it X if you can't identify with something that makes me tick. What is it? You can call it whatever you want. Yeah. So quick recap. Verse 4. Remember the Bhagavad Gita is conversation between Lord Krishna and Arjuna on the battlefield. Arjuna does not know that his friend Krishna is an enlightened soul. Enlightened soul, what does that mean? You identify with that spirit element 100%. You don't know, identify with your body, mind, intellect. You realize that you are the spirit. I am Atman Brahman. I am not this physical personality. I am Atman Brahman, I am the self, I am the God owner. So an enlightened soul, Lord Krishna, he is one with the self. But Arjuna doesn't know that, he just thinks he's his friend. So Arjuna asks, hey Krishna, you said that you taught this knowledge, self-knowledge, knowledge of the self, to Vivasvan, the sun god in the past, millions of years ago, and now you are teaching it to me. I don't understand Krishna, how is that possible? You are born here and now, you are not born in the past. And any normal human being you go to, they will ask the same question. They wouldn't understand, what are you talking about in your past life? So, in the Krishna, what does Krishna reply? Lord Krishna says, I am teaching you Arjuna, meaning the I is teaching you, the self Knowledge of the self is taught by the self. Only the self can teach it. Only the I can teach it. So what Lord Krishna was saying, trying to say, is a self-realized soul taught Vivasvan before creation, thousands of years ago, millions of years ago. And then all those great sages, later on, this knowledge was passed down, all those great sages who reached self-realization, these great souls kept this knowledge alive, passed this knowledge on. and It's been now passed through this lineage. And it's now come to you. You're, you're learning it. So, Arjuna couldn't identify because he sees his friend Krishna as Mr. Krishna. Six foot tall, fair complexion. A wise man, his childhood friend. He doesn't see him as a spiritual person, self-realized soul. Then Krishna states, there have been many births in the past for both of us. I am aware of all of them, but you are not. Because he identifies with his body, mind, intellect. Right now we're conditioned consciousness. Pure consciousness in us, the God element, Is conditioned by our five senses, our emotions, our thoughts. And this was what makes us the person we are. It's like pure water is conditioned by Coke or Fanta. You've never tasted pure water. All your life you've been tasting Coke or Fanta. If I ask you, are you conscious? You will say, of what? That sound outside, that smell. So throughout all our lives, we are conditioned by our equipments, our five senses, our environment. That is all we know. We don't know anything else. We never experience pure consciousness, objectless consciousness. And we continue to go through this cycle of birth and death. This is what we're doing. Only when you become self-realized, you break that cycle of birth and death. Krishna is self-realized. He is one with pure consciousness. He has identified with that spiritual side within him, that Atman, that
1: Brahman. He has become one with it. Any questions? So
0: that was what we covered last week. So we'll start with verse six. Ajopi joppy son of Yatma, sorry, a joppy son of Yatma, ajopi yayatma, Bhutan Miss Prakatim Svamadishtaya, A Yatma, Prakatim Sambhavam Though unborn of imperishable nature, lord of beings, presiding over my own prakati, matter, I am born by my own maya, power. This is... Uh, What do you make of that? Though unborn of imperishable nature and lord of beings, presiding over my own prakriti matter, I am born by my own maya. This is the self, the spirit. This verse is talking about the pure consciousness. Self, God, Brahman, in comparison to the world. It's comparing consciousness to the world so we can understand it it's a deep it's a very deep verse and if you understand this verse that's it you've got the philosophy just this one verse if you can understand this one verse you've got everything you can close your laptop and say that's it no more classes on sunday if you can get this one verse so i'm going to try and explain it to you but please clarify if you don't understand yeah So, what's it saying? Though unborn. The pure consciousness is unborn, meaning it has no birth and death. It is imperishable, eternal, because it exists in all periods of time. We're trying to explain what this pure consciousness is. It is unborn, meaning no birth and death. Unlike matter, which is perishable, As a limited life, it has a birth and death. Okay, do you understand that comparison? Matter in the world has a birth and death. It's perishable, limited life. Pure consciousness does not. It has no birth and death.
1: Yeah? We all understand that?
0: Any clarifications? Okay, so a few examples I'm going to give to explain that. There are a few few comparisons in this verse, but the one I'm going to give you now is not in this verse because I thought I think it explains it better. The comparison between ocean and wave. What happens in the ocean? What happens in the ocean? A wave is born. It exists for a short while, and then it dies. Correct. A wave is born, it exists for a short while and then it dies, correct? But the ocean is not born, it does not die, it is always there. The ocean does not go through birth and death, but the wave does. It goes through the process of being born, existing and it dies. But the ocean does not. You can say the waves are perishable. But the ocean is
1: imperishable. Shashi. Make sense? This is the comparison.
0: The ocean is the Lord of all waves. Correct? Where do the waves come from? They come from the ocean. The ocean can say, I am the Lord of all waves. The waves are my own matter, my own prakriti.
1: I create the waves, I am the
0: waves. The waves are from me. My own prakriti matter, meaning the ocean is, what is the formula for water?
1: H2O. And the waves are,
0: what's the formula for the waves? H2O, meaning water. There is no difference between the two. See, so we, go, we go down to the scientific way, then you understand better. The waves are H2O, the ocean is H2O. So the ocean is saying, I am the Lord of all waves. I create the waves. They have a birth and death, but I don't. There's
1: no difference between us. Everyone
0: understand, Ravi? Stop me if you don't. It's important that you understand this. Because maybe we spend the whole class on this one verse. But what happens? The big wave says, I am a big wave. You're a small wave. You are nothing. I'm going to swallow you up. Yeah, the wave, The big wave has an ego. Just for that temporary time. wave says I'm bigger than you, all of you, move aside, I'm coming. Similarly, the whole world is nothing but the pure consciousness, Brahman the self. What is the wave compared to in this world? What would you say the wave is compared to in this world?
1: If you were to make a comparison. Hmm?
2: Would it be to ourselves?
0: As human beings. As human beings, we're born. We live a short time and we die. While we're alive, we think we are big. We're superior. We have a big ego. You know who I am? You know who I am? I'm the president of Microsoft. I'm the president of this country. My name is Elon Musk.
1: You all have an ego. The pure consciousness does not go through this process, it is just there.
0: So how then did it come? Maya, that's the power I have. That's what the pure consciousness says. Maya, that's the power I have. I am born by my own Maya, my own power. It's like the ocean saying, the waves are born for my own power. We we can say the ocean is lord of all waves. Similarly, the self is the lord of all beings. All beings are my own prakriti, matter. This is the self. This is what the self is. All beings are my own prakriti, my own matter. I create it. Is everyone following? It's okay if you're not. You get just the just the gist of it, that's that's okay. You have to read this verse 20, 30 times, think about it. I don't know
2: Just a quick question. So, mm. what is Prakriti and matter? Is, it, is that what exists in the world?
0: It's ex- what exists in the world. Just as the, oce- the ocean creates from its own Prakriti matter the wave, but the wave exists in the ocean. It is born in the ocean, it dies in the ocean. Similarly, we are created from the self's own matter, from its own Prakriti. And we've come, we live for a while and we die, just like the way, that's all it is. As we go further on, you'll have a better understanding. What is this prakati? What is this matter? You'll have a better understanding. Any other clarifications? Sil, do you want to read the first paragraph?
3: You know, you said about um, um, everything is just H2O anyway, if we're looking at it scientifically. So the ocean is H2O, the wave is H2O. But is it because... So really, we why is it that we don't just see H2O? Why is it that we would look at the ocean and say, that's the ocean, and then see the individual waves? We don't just say, oh, that's just H2O. I- identification is not with just the water, yeah, or the element of that water, but the actual individuality, because we'll be saying, look at that big wave, then there's the small ones. So is it that because of our identification of waves, like in the world, right? Is it that we don't see Brahman because we're just identifying with our own individual self and everybody else's individuality, and not the pure consciousness that pervades everything. Is that what's happening?
0: Absolutely, it's our ignorance. We don't see, when you see a person, when I see you, Deepa Ben, I see Deepa Ben, wife of ketibai I see she works in a bank, I see she's this age, she's from this country, I don't see the self in her because of my ignorance, because of my lack of knowledge a lack of understanding, I see individual beings, I don't see the self, but as you gain this knowledge, you start identifying with the self in the person, as you gain more and more knowledge, you identify more, then you identify with everyone as the self, the spirit, that's growth, that's renunciation, that is develop spiritual development, but right now, we, I see everyone as, we see everyone as individual people, He's good, he's bad. He's tall, he's short.
1: Due to ignorance. So
0: spiritual development is to get knowledge so that you can identify with everyone in the spiritual side, the spiritual sense in the individual person. That's spiritual development. And as you do that, then there is no differences between us. There's no hatred, there's only love.
1: It's because we see the individual, that's why we go through all these different, I don't like her, she's not a nice
0: person. I like the husband, but I don't like the wife. We identify with the individual being, rather than the spirit.
1: Any clarifications? Okay,
0: so do you want to read the first paragraph?
3: Krishna continues to identify with the pure consciousness. The pure consciousness has no birth or death. It has no individuality. It is like sunlight. Sunlight has no individual existence. The sun's rays are all pervading. Wherever there is a reflecting surface, a reflected sun arises, an individual sun, Reflected suns experience birth and death, but when the sun's rays identify with a reflecting medium, birth when the sun's rays identify with a reflecting medium, death when the reflecting medium ceases to exist, but the sun above remains unaffected by the existence or non-existence of its reflections the sun exists forever it is never born and will never die so here's another
0: comparison between the spirit and the material the world it's using the sun as example the sun's rays are all pervading the sun's rays are everywhere
1: there's only one sun but when
0: it hits different reflective media, let's say a mirror, we can say there's an individual sun born because there's a reflection there. You can see the sunlight in the mirror. There's an individual sun born, but when that mirror is no more, that individual sun is dead. We can say the reflection has a birth and death. but this does not affect in any way the sun itself. The sun has no
1: birth and death. In the
0: same way, like the sun, the pure consciousness has no birth and death. But when the pure consciousness and the matter equipments, the body, mind, intellect, meet, a human being gives birth just like the wave, just like the mirror.
1: Another example.
0: Does everyone follow that example? The sun's light is all pervading. Similarly, the pure consciousness is all pervading. It's everywhere. But when it hits a reflective media, a mirror, any reflective media, you can say there's a birth. When that reflective media is no more, you can say there's death. But the sun is still all pervading. It does not affect the sun. Similarly, when the pure consciousness amalgamates meets the body, mind, intellect, the vasanas, human being gives birth. The human being has birth, goes through the process of birth and death. Pure
1: consciousness is unaffected. Matter and pure consciousness is the same,
0: just like the ocean and waves are the same. Therefore, pure consciousness is the source of everything. Pure consciousness says, I am the Lord of all beings. Basically, the bottom line is, there is no difference between us and Brahman. This whole world is Brahman. There's nothing else. This is what we're trying to get at, to try and understand there is no individuality. Everything is Brahman. Everything is the self. Everything is pure consciousness. This is the, what we're trying to understand. If I just say that, no one would understand. We have to go through this process of comparison. Any questions? Does everyone understand the uh, example of the sunlight? Ravi? Yeah, all we're saying is there's an individual. Yeah, I remember. How is
2: matter Brahman?
0: Beg your pardon.
2: Excuse me, sorry, you said matter is Brahman.
0: Yeah.
2: How is matter Brahman?
0: Just as a wave is the ocean.
2: So I understand the comparison, but when I look at it just as matter, how is that matter Brahman? If I'm matter, I can understand that there's a part of me that is the self, which is Brahman. But matter is so many things in the universe.
0: So what we're trying to get at is that everything is Brahman. Just right. like everything in the ocean is water yeah that's the understanding that we're trying to get to through these examples so yeah just as you asked right now but that's matter how can that be brahman you see there's a different. there's a difference so once you understand that all matter is brahman all waves are ocean everything is the same that's when you understand what pure consciousness is no, that's the goal well, that's what we're trying to understand is that okay Remember? Right now, we're still identifying with matter, because we haven't grasped the concept of what pure consciousness is. Hopefully after today's class, you'll have some idea. Any other clarifications? We have to think of this. You won't get it just by me talking and you just think. You have to think. You have to ponder on it. You have to read it. You have to go in a quiet corner and think then you'll start getting a grasp of it. You know, I mean, uh, just to prepare for this class, I must've read this hundred times and thought about it. <laughs> How can I explain it otherwise? So similarly, you will have to think about this. So with paragraph two, please.
3: Similarly, your consciousness, Brahman, the Supreme God exists forever. It has no birth or death, it is imperishable. The identification of pure consciousness with matter, Prakriti, with the equipments of the body, mind and intellect gives rise to an individual being, just as the all-pervading sun's rays contacting a reflecting medium gives rise to a reflected sun. Pure consciousness is the primeval source of all beings. Hence, this verse terms it the Lord of all beings. Prakriti matter, Prakriti means matter. The Supreme Spirit refers to matter as my own. Thus, matter is of the spirit. Matter and spirit remain one, impossible to separate. The terrestrial world never exists apart from the transcendental reality. It cannot because the supreme reality, Brahman, is all-pervading. Nothing exists other than Brahman. Therefore, the world must also be Brahman. Just as the mirage in the desert is nothing but sand, waves are nothing but ocean, ornaments are nothing but gold, Brahman with name and form is matter. This is maya, the result of a new formation, a new combination, a new position of the same material. Chemistry tells us that charcoal and diamond both consist of the same component element, carbon. If you did not already know this, it may seem amazing But it is a scientific fact. Charcoal is carbon. Diamond is carbon. Yet charcoal is black while diamonds are brilliant. Charcoal is so soft that it can leave a mark on paper. Diamonds are so hard that they cut through iron. Charcoal is cheap. Diamonds are precious. With all these differences, the same carbon atoms constitute both. The difference lies in the structure of carbon atoms. A different name, a different form, a different combination alone creates this wide disparity in their properties. Nothing else.
0: So there you go. Onaben, matter is me, Roman is saying. I am matter as well. So there's a few examples there saying nothing exists but Brahman in this world. Just as the mirage in the desert is nothing but sand. Has anyone seen a mirage? Yeah? We saw one when we went to uh, Egypt. We we did the Nile cruise and we were in a coach and we're driving through the desert. And, we, and, the, and the, uh, our guide said, look, there's a mirage. And we all look. It looks so real in the distance. Palm trees, lake,
1: like a little lagoon. You feel like going to it.
0: But it's just the sand. But it's just sand, isn't it? In the desert, you can see the mirage. You can see lush green trees. But we know it's just sand. It's just a mirage. In the desert, there is nothing but sand, but it looks so real, so different. What is it? Just an illusion.
1: Just an illusion. Everything is sand. Gold. All gold
0: ornaments is nothing but pure gold. We make different objects, different forms with it. Jewelry. But if you melt whatever that form is,
1: What do you end up with? Pure gold. Namarupa, name and form. That's all it is.
0: The difference is name and form. Charcoal and diamond. Both charcoal and diamond is made from carbon. Diamond is hard and brilliant, expensive, beautiful. Coal is totally opposite. Dark, powdery, soft and cheap. Just a different name and form, Nama Rupa. Both are carbon.
1: No difference. Just
0: buy a piece of carbon, put it on a ring, bit of coal, give it to your partner. She'll say, what what is this black thing? Nama Rupa, it's the same as a diamond, but the identification is not there. So she wants the other carbon, the bright, the brilliant, The shiny one. But it's Nama Rupa. Same thing. Different name and form. So in the same way, the difference between Brahman, pure consciousness and the world, is the same difference as ocean and wave. Gold and ornaments. Diamond and coal. Nama Rupa.
1: Yeah, Dramish.
0: So why care about the wave? What do you mean, why care about the wave? Who cares about the wave? Krishna does. He cares about the world. That's why he wants Arjun, to fight. Mm-hmm. And I asked this question last week and I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. What? What, well, why care about this world if it is illusion, it's Maya. Everything's Maya.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why care about its form? Why care who, if it exists? Who, who, who should not care about the world? Because it, it, it's, it's only transitional. It doesn't yeah. exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So whatever happens here doesn't happen. Mm. We're all God particles inside us. Mm. And this is this illusional world we live in. Yeah. Absolutely. You got it. Yeah. But can you live it? <laughs> <laughs> you understand <laughs> it intellectually. Yeah. Mm. But when you cross the road, if there's a big car coming, you're going to jump out of the way or you're going to say, it's just namaru, it's just an illusion. What happens does it make? You understand it intellectually. And you can tell me, yes, why does it matter then? But it matters to you because you're not identifying with that yet. You're not developed enough to identify with it. Otherwise you'll stand in the middle and say, it doesn't matter. And that's the difference. That's why we're here in the class trying to understand this. See, Theramesh, you're in the illusion. Everything that happens in this illusion affects you. And that's why it matters. You understand, Theramesh? That's why it matters. I don't know. A minute.
2: I just wanted to add, I think that although we recognize that it's an illusion, it does matter because everything we do how, is part of this whole big picture of karma and our, us mm-hmm. on the journey of reducing our desires, reducing our through the three yogas. So it, it all kind of fits in very well in on this path that we're on. And so yeah. although it's an illusion, we have to get to that stage where we can actually um, really identify with that.
0: Absolutely. We're not saying that from this verse you need to identify 100%. We're not saying that. But this verse is, Krishna. Lord Krishna is explaining to Arjuna, Arjuna, this is the reality. Yeah, You're living in an illusion. It doesn't mean Arjuna understands, just as you it doesn't mean that you should all understand 100% after this verse. Arjuna will carry on and talk rubbish after a while to say, what are you talking about, Arjuna? I don't understand what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? But Lord Krishna is trying to explain to Arjuna that it's not me teaching you; it's the Self teaching that has been teaching you. You with me? So that's why this verse is here. But and I'm covering it to my best capacity now. I'm not saying this is from the absolute perspective we're talking. And that's why I said if you understand this verse, you don't need to study anymore. But none of us will understand this verse hundred percent because we're not developed enough. As you said, Dharma said. Why does it matter? You're saying it matters, because we identify with it. You identify with your life, you identify
1: with how you look in the mirror. Are
0: you with me, Donovan? And that's why it matters. You see somebody, you don't see the self. You see the individuality, that's why it matters. Only Brahman exists, Arjuna, the world is also Brahman, it is just a different name and form, just an illusion. It's just going over Arjuna's head. I don't know what you're talking about, Lord Krishna. Just as all of you are saying, I don't know what, what
1: it cannot be. How can it be? Right now, we only see the illusion.
0: We only see the world, which we called Maya. But as you gain this knowledge, as you gain wisdom, you unfold the self within, you begin to identify and see the pure consciousness. This is the spiritual journey.
1: We've all just started. We're not at the end.
0: When you, when you identify the pure consciousness, you no longer see delusion, Maya. You only see the pure consciousness, nothing else. Everything is permanent, And that's a self-realized soul. But none of us are there yet. That's the problem. That's why we have difficulty understanding.
1: So,
3: Vedanta says, the difference between Brahman and the world is the difference between diamonds and charcoal. This world consists of nothing but divinity, Brahman, and yet they seem diametrically opposed in nature. Brahman, the infinite, eternal, and changeless, is the same as the finite, ephemeral, ever-changing world. All the differences you perceive appear due to name and form, due to position and configuration, due to permeation and combination, due to maya, due to illusion. Get off the illusion, off the maya. Realise yourself. There is only divinity. God alone exists. Nothing else.
0: There you go. Nothing else. Krishna is saying nothing else exists. Only God exists. Only Brahman, the self, the spirit. Any questions? So intellectually, we may understand it as well, like Dharmesh, but we can't live by it. We're not there yet.
1: Even if we understand it intellectually. It's still knowledge. It's not wisdom. Once it's wisdom, you wouldn't care. Is that okay, Dharmesh?
2: Yeah, just well, Should we really be starting to say, it doesn't matter how I feel, I just need to get on with it. Um, it doesn't matter how I look.
3: It doesn't matter what that person looks like. You just do what you need to do at the time. So yeah. that's like a big step in just not responding to
2: anything, as it were. But you still have to feel, we still feel. So Absolutely. we're saying, get rid of your five senses, as it were yeah absolutely
0: you're in this illusion yeah and you have created your own world everyone sees the world differently you've created your own world yeah it's your job to get out of it if you understand the subject if you understand that this is the only Brahman, this is the only spirit it's an illusion i want to get out of that illusion it's like the dream world yeah that is an illusion of the waker's mind But while you're in the dream, you don't understand. You get involved, you get affected. Same thing. Only when you wake up, you understand it was a dream. Similarly, this world right now is compared to the dream world. And you're all actors playing the part in this world. When you wake up, when you get out of it, when you wake up, it's like waking up from the dream world as a waker and think, oh, that was just an illusion. Same thing here. Is when you become self realized, you realize this was just an illusion. But we're not there, Trishnabhin. So, therefore, everything matters to us. We have family, we have businesses, we have work, we have everything that we need to, that we've created in this dream world that we have to deal with.
1: So if the dreamer realized in the dream
0: that actually this is an illusion, I'm really awake up. And I'm in it, and this, then there's no problems, is there? Nothing affects that person. You know, when you wake up, yeah, and you think, you know, I'm going to go back to sleep. I was having such a lovely dream, and you, and you try to go back into a dream, but now you know you're actually awake. You've woken up from that dream. Now nothing affects you when you go back in that dream. Nothing affects you. You, you smile about it, you laugh about it, <laughs> because you're really awake. <laughs> Same thing when you wake up from this waking world, then nothing affects you. You laugh about it. Is that okay just in. but right now i think everything affects
1: us because we're not there we're not fully awake
0: any other okay it's like i said i told you in the beginning it's a deep verse you really need to think about it but it really challenges your world it really challenges your thinking It really challenges who you are just
3: so if you look at it scientifically and we're saying we just matter mm. um well we say that we are made up of all atoms um basically everybody's made up of everything that is atoms so when we die
2: all our atoms just disperse into the atmosphere yeah. but they're still there even though our consciousness or our spirit isn't there mm-hmm. so we can look at it like that, that we are still
3: everywhere.
0: Yeah, we're all and part of part this of
3: one. Roman.
0: Yeah, we're all part of this one. It's the only difference that people make a mistake. And Joshua, when you just made that mistake, is you saying the spirit is not there, the spirit is all pervading, spirit is everywhere, just <laughs> like the ocean is everywhere. The wave may die, but the ocean is still there. Similarly, we may die, but the spirit is all there. Spirit is all pervading, there is only spirit, there is only Brahman, this world is Brahman. We come, we go, we take birth, we die, we get rebirth, we die, just like the waves come and go, the ocean is always there, similarly, the Brahman, the world is always there as Brahman. When we die, the spirit doesn't die, our Mm -hmm. physical personality, our physical body dies, that's all it dies, and as you said rightly, it becomes atoms, it goes back to the ground. From where it came from. See so if you think about it. Where did you come from? Where did you come from? You say I came from my parents. My parents' names. Are, where? How did they produce you? They ate food from the ground.
1: They created you. They gave them sustenance.
0: Yeah. You came from that. From the sperm. You came from that. The egg. Where did they come from? Food food that, from the ground that they ate which gave them sustenance. You were created from the ground and now you go back to the ground. Even though you came from your parents.
1: Ultimately, we all come from matter. So this world is nothing but brahman just like the waves are nothing but ocean, so think about it
0: and don't worry too much if you don't get it. Okay, you get it's provoked your thinking, and if that's done that, then it's done its job. Yeah, next time you see a partner, maybe you'll see the spirit in him rather than your husband or your wife. If we can do that, just a minute, if we can do that, you're developing. <laughs> Yeah, you understand, oh yes, I'm, I'm becoming developed. These classes are helping me. <laughs> you know you're developing, you're growing. I'm not gonna take the other two verses because it will, it, it will numb all of us. <laughs> not that it's deep as that, but still, I want to take it fresh. So any other clarifications on this verse? Like I said, don't worry too much about, I mean, this is chapter four. We've got another 14 chapters to go. But Lord Krishna is trying to educate Arjuna, even though Arjuna doesn't understand from this verse. But um, it gives you some idea of the depth of our scriptures. You know, these great sages who, who came up with the, this knowledge, this, created this scripture. What level they must have been at? What level they must have been at? Can you imagine how much tapas penance they must have done to get this, understand this,
1: to be able to create this knowledge? Where are they, where are we? Some idea. And we're so
0: fortunate that um, we're able to, you know, gain this knowledge. You pass it down to your kids, whatever
1: amount, and this way it keeps the knowledge alive. So, any other clarifications? We've got five minutes. Any of the examples you don't understand?
0: See, it's uh, easy for us to say, okay, we're spirit, we're Brahman. But the minute this class is over, everything will affect you again.
1: And that's because of your
0: identification with this world and you and everything in it. Is it also not that we limit ourselves if we like, obviously, with the knowledge? For me, it's like, as you said, you're not going to most probably achieve this in this lifetime. But as long as you know your constant your adma carries on so you just keep going at it you know increasing your knowledge and not setting a goal to sort of say well i didn't realize anything in six months or something like that as long as you keep going you keep going and mm-hmm. don't sell yourself short Harari. you know you never know man you so, could reach that level this- and <laughs> you don't know see we don't know what cause we've put in in the past and the effect of it none of us know what effect is going to happen to us in the future yeah so never sell yourself short you don't aim for it in this lifetime then maybe next lifetime you will reach there aim for it put in the effort but this knowledge goes with you in the next life that's the good thing about it you don't devolve and you only evolve Yeah. so whatever you're doing whatever you're learning it will go with you So don't worry about that. Your wealth won't go with you. Your partner won't go with you. Your kids won't go with you. But is knowledge guaranteed to go with you? Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was just thinking, I think we're adding to that bus now of knowledge that will go with us in the next life, hopefully. So that's like one step closer.
0: Cause and effect. Mm-hmm. cause you're putting in now is you're learning this subject the effect will be that you will carry on developing in this subject if you keep putting in the cause, you keep putting in the effort then the effect will happen automatically that's what I mean Ravi yeah you put in the effort right now then the uh, effect will automatically is guaranteed yeah and no, I think the example you used last time and which works well is prodigies when we see young prodigies that suddenly have this knowledge of music or instrument or yeah whatever you know, it's yeah. come from somewhere. it's come from somewhere it's come from their past life you know a child of four or five can you know can play the piano and play a whole concerto where does it come from and there's another child of five who can't even read and write where does it come from it has to it can't it, it comes from the knowledge comes from the past life past lives.
1: How else would you explain it? You have parents who don't know how to read and like this, and the young child is a genius. So there's no way of explaining that
0: except for the fact that it's been put, come, come down from the past life, the cause and effect. So whatever cause you put in now, you'll, you'll reap the effects of it. If it's good, then the effects will be good. If it's bad, it'll be bad. So it's all in your hands. It's
1: all in everyone's hands
0: Just jump in, did you have a question?
3: I was gonna say was uh, isn't one of the things to say that you perform tasks or you do things without thinking about the rewards.
0: Beg your pardon.
2: You perform tasks when you do things without thinking about the rewards. You just do it.
0: Yes. You would would live your life based on on the the spiritual. If you live your life based on spirituality, like what we're learning, then only positive, good things will happen. But you have to understand that if I do evil things, evil things will, the effect will be evil for me. I'll have to deal with the consequences. So if you have that understanding, then you won't do anything negative uh, automatically. You, you'll have an idea that if I do something bad, bad things will happen to me. You know, The conscience is aware of it. Yeah? So live by certain principles and this knowledge, Bhagavad Gita, if we live with the Bhagavad Gita, knowledge of the Bhagavad Gita, then you can't go wrong. It only guides you to become good. Vishis Sunak was a, is a Hindu. He took his vows on the Bhagavad Gita. When he became an MP and when he became now Prime Minister, he took his vow on the Bhagavad Gita as a devout Hindu. I don't know if all of you knew that, but that's exactly what happened. Man of action. You see, when you look at, hear his speech, he's talking about action. Like Arjuna. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna act on this, I'm gonna act on that. Maybe it's just words, but it reminds me of a man of action.
1: Let's see what happens. Any other
0: questions? We've all had an extra hour sleep today, so should be all awake. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, no. if there's no more questions then Uh, like i said tuesday classes are still available but you have to be proactive you have to come up with um, a question or a topic that we want to discuss and i'm happy to take classes on tuesday evening but i'm not going to have it just you know for the sake of it you have you guys have to your knowledge has to be taken and you have to say i want to learn about this etc i'm happy to give my time yeah great Okay, well, ponder on this verse by next week. Who knows? (laughs) We'll, We'll
1: carry on next week. All right, have a lovely Sunday.